Good evening, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome to the Ignorant Millennials welcome, Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Unedited, unmastered. Uncut. Uncut. I'm your host, Cat, here with my co-host, Andrew. What's up, what's up, what's up? I'm good, man, I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Long day at work. I'm tired. Uh, but I mean... We should, we're here to chat, right? Yeah, we're here to chat. Um, we're here to chat. Fortunately, no load sharing today. <laughs> <laughs> Unpredictable environment we live in in South Africa. Um, but I mean, how long do you think this is going to last for? The no load sharing part of it. The no load sharing part of it. Yeah. I, don't, I think after the elections, if the ANC retains the majority. Of course, the ANC is going to retain. They'll still be in charge, right? That's not going to change. But I mean, I'm hoping for a shift. I'm so, hoping for a shift. And then um, load shedding will be there after the elections. So you're saying the load shedding is directly linked to whomever's in power? Uh, look, I'll say, we're, we're, we're getting that topic okay, we'll some other time. But I let's think right now, let's give, let, let, let's, let's, give, let's give our viewers background of let's why we're doing background. this. Okay. And what this is about. Okay. Um, so, I mean, you and I chat a lot. About everything and anything that happens in our country. Yeah, yeah. All the time, what affects us, what we think about, and what we've quickly realized is that there's a lot that we don't know. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and if, if there's a lot that we don't know, we almost are a mirror of the youth of South Africa as well. Meaning yes. that there's a lot of us who know a lot of things, but yes. there's also a bigger amount of things that we don't know. So, 100%. So, what are we trying to achieve in this in this podcast platform? Let's call it a platform. Yeah, 100%. Platform. So, what are we trying to achieve in this platform, uh, ladies and gentlemen? It's pretty simple. Um, we're just trying to voice out our opinions, you know, a place where we all place our opinions educate ourselves as the youth because we're part of the youth we're not 40 we're not 30 (laughs) not 30 yet (laughs) not 30 yet yet. Uh, so we're at like the latter end of our youth yes right mid to latter end of our youth but also youth is a state of mind right yes we're affected by everything and anything that's happening right definitely. now. Definitely. I mean, look at them. DJ Mahuta, man. Yes, Some yes. say he's still a youth. You that's know what vamp- I'm talking that's about? A, that's a vampire, man. I, I want whatever he's taking. I want whatever he's using. I mean, he's over 55 now. Yeah, yeah, apparently. That's just too old, man. But yeah. I mean, Pharrell has survived for as long as he has. But now, oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Ah, she look fire. Ladies and gentlemen, playing on the background is uh, MTV bass. Yes, ish. What's this girl's name? This is Pharaoh. 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 Something. Yeah. 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 That's I didn't her. know she looks like this. Bruh. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Let's not get distracted. <laughs> Let's not get distracted. So okay. So on our platform, um, what are some of the things that we are going to cover or would like to cover? All right, all right. So top, every week, every week we'll be covering issues relating to finance, yeah. lifestyle, of course, music, definitely, and politics. Oh, goes without saying. Yeah, because um, these are the things that shape us as the youth. These are the things we're interested in as yeah. a youth. And it's very important that we actually touch on the financial aspect, especially because 
We are of the generation that's fighting for economic freedom. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> are you hinting I'm at who not, you're voting I'm for? I'm not hinting at who I'm voting for. So you're hey. not voting for them? I'm okay. not saying who I'm voting for. Okay. I believe the, uh, my vote is my secret. What? Fair. But, I mean, whether you're voting for them or not, what they're about is still a very vital point of discussion within the context that we find ourselves in South Africa today. So all of these political parties and uh, ideologies are all important. We should at least be able to have an open discussion about all of them. No, definitely, definitely. And and that's what we're trying to do, right? Definitely. To everyone listening to this, we are inviting you, encouraging you to please be part of what we're trying to achieve, which is ultimately information. We want to share it. We want to spread it. We want to gain it. We just want to spread it out and understand that the more informed you are, the more empowered you are. Definitely, definitely, definitely. That's what this is about. Mm. Uh, You know, when you ask me about economic freedom and what I'm voting for, um, is this that you need to understand from a South African landscape, uh, politically, uh, 1994, many people would tell you about was about political emancipation but or political it, freedom. And was being, it really? It was. Politically, we were able to vote. Okay. Right now, we able to live where white people folk live. We're able to apply for the same jobs, whether or not we always get them. Yeah. Or when we get them, it's we get else. the same responsibilities that we would have we were white. That's something else. But um, but yeah, those that that's the those were the phases. After ninety four was political, and now we're in the economic emancipation, and this put this gonna be your technological emancipation and whatever fourth industrial revolution we'll talk about that but speaking of the economic uh, emancipation i want us to touch on uh i was looking on the news earlier yeah uh capitec let's let's jump right straight into it yeah yeah uh capitec what did you think so they dropped so let's to give everyone background so capitec they released their results right yes they yeah. released their yeah. annual financial results uh for the 2018 financial year and 2019 uh, 2019 right? yes yeah. 2019 so i was shocked I'll, I'll tell you this much i was but the shocked. result yeah yeah i always so listen okay. i always believe that capitec was an overpriced i I don't understand why you felt that way. They've been consistently delivering good results. Consistently. And yeah, okay, let me rather allow you to share what So I don't know if way. any if any of you guys follow shares if you do if you don't at all. Yeah. Um I believe especially if you're banking and which as you're South African, any normal South African, you should be have a bank which you, where you're placing your money unless you're hiding it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's your responsibility to know how well your bank is performing so you don't find yourself in an African bank or whatever okay. or situation. So it's always good to keep track of these things. So I, I'd say I was shocked with regards to Capitec. The reason I felt that it's overpriced is because it's trading 10 times the value of the big four banks <laughs> like <laughs> but i mean um but also i mean so because this is a, an informative platform 
and we want to learn as much as we want to inform yes. others. When you say trading ten times as much as the other banks, what can you like explain to our listeners what you mean by that? So take Capitex share price. Capitex okay. share price is currently at a grand and something. Um uh, and currently right now you look at your likes of your standard banks one ninety, you look at the likes of your apps as one fifty, your your the likes of your well the first rent group uh slightly just below a hundred then you look at your likes of your invest tech also in your hundreds so mm. one has to ask themselves i mean look at that one thousand three hundred and forty mm. rands so <laughs> look at that like like there's a new player in the market okay potentially it well not even potentially it is a new player in the market so that offers no credit, right? So aren't they aren't they, aren't they granting well, like micro loans now? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've grown to micro loans. But what I'll say is, so in terms of if we look at the asset base, and so the asset base in terms of the cash that they have, you can have whatever millions of customers. But if you those those customers are not customers who are salary salary based with you. For example, I do, I don't believe a, a lot of capital clients the salary clocks uh, goes into capital because a lot of them need to apply for mortgages and so forth. And if you really smart, if you know if you want to apply for a mortgage, mm. there's it makes it's to your disadvantage somewhat if you're not banking with that bank because they they would you because one of the reasons when you're applying for a mortgage or any type of loan or vehicle you can always be like but i've been banking with you guys for 15 years and yeah. this what and whatever so right now if i'm banking with capitec all my debit orders or everything else then i want to apply for vehicle finance capitec don't offer that now i go to Standard bank if they say yes here's, here's a here, you want the, you want finance for your for your eight class it's it's 15 percent we're giving you Standard bank apps they gave me the same rate. What is my what is my argument? What why what am I gonna say? Like okay. this is why you should give me. We all know that that's the card where everybody plays. You if you've never played that card. <laughs> okay, so I mean we we were talking earlier about the, yeah. the result, right? Yeah. And you you told me that part of the results they announced how many um how many retail clients they now yes, have. Yes, yes, yes. So what 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 is the retail client of Capitec there for? What how how have they been able to number one attract so many people, yes. and what are they attracting those people to, if they're not offering all of these traditional banking products? So um, that's that's a very good question, and I think it's one of those things. Like if any Capitec users, yeah. please hit us up in your in our comment. Yeah, let us know why you're using Capitec. But I I've used Capitec before. Yeah, why? So, what did you go? What so did you go? I went primarily simple as that. Like I I was banking with another bank, okay. um, famous bank, uh, sponsors soccer leagues, uh, basically. <laughs> um, yeah. My issue with them is that like my 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 banking fees so you pay for a bundle my issue with it is like across all the big four banks or whatever okay. you pay for a bundle they tell you 99 rand or high or 200 rand mm. whatever it's these bundle pricing but the problem with these bundle pricing is that if you are employed and working you're gonna go up over that bundle right okay 
especially if you have a car and whatever and you supporting your family whatever it is and so forth right you're gonna go beyond that bundle and especially if you youth i can tell you're gonna go beyond that battle because you you transact a lot right so in this bundle right that um i'm assuming was is this bundle offering like was it a common practice across all the other banks yeah, as well it is it is it is so, so yeah you say for example if you're on gold card here's a gold trend whatever you pay 99 rand or okay. whatever if you're on platinum you pay 400 rand that's a monthly right. bundle but monthly whatever bundle fee whatever okay. but that bundle obviously does not cover for any if you go over the uh, above the band the mm -hmm. bundle that's where you find out oh also oh, so in the bundle yes are like a, a standard or base set of products or functionalities or facilities provided yes. in your everyday banking yes. that if you then exceed those yes. base um offerings you then get you get charged more yeah 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 okay. so you find that like there'll be like your first five withdrawals are free and so forth mm. uh i mean we we youth man you know <laughs> you know you need to withdraw you you cannot you cannot yeah. go like to a festival relying solely on card you basically yeah. might be screwing yourself or whatever you cannot go even go to a soccer match flying on card because mm. you screw yourself because even especially in festivals i'm not sure if you've seen uh so i was at a global concert for example the beyonce yes game. uh yeah. last year that was crazy that was crazy the eight, <laughs> only atm that was there is fnb yeah. and can you imagine this this thing is full to capacity and everybody yeah. just wants to draw cash because at the stores you cannot buy any other way but cash okay and whatever so as a youth you withdraw more than five times or whatever so and, it, and i think it, it yeah. goes even beyond youth it's just yeah. as a, as a, as a basic bank yeah. offering you you would do that much yes. much more often yeah. so you find they'll say five with five with yours or and also five free um cash sends or whatever yeah and so forth but like you you bound to exceed those right and when you once you've exceeded them those cause balloon so i can tell you personally so a, a balloon to a point where my costs were like five six hundred yeah but i'm like but i'm paying for this bundle that's like 200 how do i get how to triple and so <laughs> forth like that did not make sense i was like and i have friends using vestec cards mm. and i have people with black cards and other banks and i'm like i'm paying the same as them but I ain't got no personal bank I could call it or whatever. <laughs> like that just didn't make sense to me. And that's why you moved. That's why I moved to. That's why I moved to uh, Capitec. Mm. So let's then ask everyone else um, if you have moved yeah. from whatever bank to Capitec. Tell us why. Yeah. How has your experience been for for anyone who's reluctant to move to Capitec? Um, share with us your thoughts or rather what you would advise another person in terms of what they might be scared of or reluctant um, to move. So and we're going to open it up to everyone yeah. to share with us. And right? also, please, from the te technological aspect, because yeah. I, when I used it, so personally, I don't, I'm not actively using it as, as much as I should be in terms of even the application itself. So what I've, when I got it, when I first joined them, it was not the most technological app known to man. In okay. fact, I would rank it, it was, of the banks that I bank with, it was the least technological. But I heard that they've made some major improvements. So share, so let us know. Because, I mean, Capitec is at 11 million customers. 
mm. and to put that into perspective three years ago they were at eight million now they're at 11 million mm. so and 11 million makes them the biggest the, the biggest if not the second biggest retail bank in south africa currently right now okay. so uh, that, 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 that's something so that, that that's that's what shifted my mind i was like maybe the stock is not overpriced at all because if you look at it the chance of that bank potentially defaulting uh for my understanding is less than a bank that offers like long-term credit call and in terms mm. of housing and whatever because they would have paid like this six hundred thousand yeah. to x and hoping that they would recover it from you because you're the one who applied for the loan whereas and then if you default on that then they should sit with this huge loss and whatever so I mean, that's the whole, if you look at the whole credit crisis in 2008, was mm-hmm. all about people buying people's banks, selling debts, each one uh, declines debts and whatever and so forth. So if, you don't, if you're not exposed to that market and you just, well, they are exposed, but at, mi- at minimum, I mean, it's like micro, yeah. micro loans and so forth, then it kind of makes sense that share price not that i'm saying ice is still reasonably priced yeah but it kind of makes sense why it's bigger than the other banks so you're gonna buy um capitec shares can i afford a capitec share can you afford not to buy it if you think it's performing as well as it is right i think i think nobody can not afford not to buy it but i still believe like any other thing that rockets, I mean, look at your Bitcoins. Mm. And so for even people who are like, ah, Bitcoin will never crash, will never crash, you know, whatever, yeah. and so forth. I want to yeah. buy um, Capitec. Yeah. I'm, so. And I'm going to buy it by, um, I mean, look into um, a, b- a few more of the fundamentals that I would yeah. like examine. But from its performance um, over a long period and the numbers it's delivered, and just basically, I think that the forefront of understanding a customer or uh, their needs, right? Yeah. Um, much better than I think the traditional banks have been able to thus far. Um, and obviously, traditional banks suffer from all the legacy um, costs and systems that no, they have. That's true, that's true, that's right? True. So, I mean, based on how it is now, I, I think it would be a good investment to, <laughs> to buy into. Um, but that's capital, right? Yes, so yes. That's, that's, that's fine. And then, I mean, look, we can't, we touched on it earlier. ESCOM, it's, we've, all of us know what's been happening now. Like we, I think it's almost like over discussed now. Do we know what's happening? Does anybody know what's happening? I think everybody thinks they know what's happening because of what they've been fed on media, social media. and You so don't believe forth. any of it. Then you hear another story from government, then government as well and as come tell you another story i mean like let's like let's just uh, let me just touch briefly on it like take like what happened what last week ago we were told we we started with the load shedding on the thursday or something like that they were like no yeah. it's because of the cyclone in mozambique but if you Is look it at because it, of the cycle yes but if you look at it in terms of what was happening in mozambique at the time i mean the power capacity we're getting from Mozambique is like, like ESCOM generates 40,000 megawatts capacity, right? So, but Mozambique, the plant is 1,900 or whatever that we had lost, right? 
but then we're already going we started with like stage one and two then already we're in a stage four and that's what we were told is the reason it was only when that stage four went on to over the weekend on the sunday and monday it was like okay it's now it's actually because of the diesel problem so and water problem so i feel like there's no transparency so if there's no transparency we can only but speculate but that's we don't know what's going on and I still, I think everybody believes it's because of the privatization issue. Mm. Uh, Do you think ESCOM should be completely privatized? Not completely. Okay. To what extent and why? And what would privatization mean for you and me on the street? Like, so what is the impact in my life, in my pocket, in any, what is... What is privatization and what is the impact of it? So the impact of privatization, uh, well, privatization basically, so ESCOM is currently stained or state-owned. So yeah. obviously if you're privatizing it now, it's no longer in the hands of the state you're selling it. Like similar to what happened with Cecil uh, a couple of years ago. So basically what you're basically now doing is you're selling it to another party and that party will be responsible for the generation the running the whole running of escom pretty much and then by partial privatization what we mean is that you you encourage or make the market conducive enough for your independent producers to supplement the power that you're producing yourself and okay. you do not take that full responsibility of now ensuring there's enough generation generating capacity and so forth yeah. so look for partial pri- uh, privatization in the to that extent yes i'm for it uh there's also another partial privatization where you obviously you allow another private entity and but why so only forth. partial why why do you feel like it should but only partial um because if if it's it's private owned look a private owned company the difference between a state-owned company and a normal private-owned company is the one is to maximize profit. Uh, the private-owned is to maximize profit. Yeah. Right? The state-owned is to ensure access to the community and to the people of South Africa. That's yes. what it is for. Yes, but obviously that does not mean that access has to run at a loss and debt whatever way as that excess is now costing Because the debt levels of, now yeah. could cripple our entire economy, man. And and not just ESCOM itself, but I mean, being a state-owned entity, there's government guarantees that in theory, if they ever defaulted, everything would be called, everything the government would now have to make um, payments on all of these guarantees that they provided. I mean, so... Look, that, that, that's an organizing... The problems that has come are organizational problems. Okay. It's not that... It's not a thing. So, organizational problems in terms of who to deploy and is the proper compliance and whatever. It really... And really does an ethics of the people there. That's what it boils down to. So... I've, I hear the argument that people have left experience, people have left and whatever, but 
to even even then because the load shedding thing was there even 2008 from 2008 and so forth so even then it seems like from even when you watch your state captures and whatever i know we might touch on that a little bit later on uh it stems yeah primarily because of corruption so and this corruption is an organizational thing well, that's why you have some parties saying one polit one poli- particular political party is yeah. corrupt because if something is state owned that means it's run by the state and the state is the party is the party yeah so then if you yourself know you running this thing you need to clean it up if you think look well, i just feel like look i mean these are the same issues that have persisted over and over for a number of years across um another a number of entities yeah i think the extent at which this load shedding has like impacted the economy i mean i heard a stat saying that each stage um absorbs or rather loses the economy a billion rand so meaning that in a single day stage 1 means 1 billion is lost in a single day if it's stage 3 yeah. 3 billion is lost so i mean we can't just sit and wait for the guys to fix or um or like shape up escom i mean don't you think it's also an opportunity for for guys to think of innovative ways for us to really have alternative energy sources i mean there's 100%. like these guys coming with solar panels 100%. there's all these different yes. um alternatives um instead of sitting and waiting do you mm-hmm. not think it's an opportunity definitely uh, it is an opportunity um i mean uh, for other players to come in mm. and i mean if you're young and whatever even if you're not young if you have a company or whatever it's definitely if you you can provide solutions i think it's an opportunity though but the only issue is is the government because in as much as a, a problem arises an opportunity the biggest problem in anything uh is be it corporate or a com- or government is legislation and do people really want that solution because you can tell people hey you have a leaking roof yeah i can fix that for you but do they want you to fix it as they opposed to who though yeah as opposed to look as i mean a, as opposed to i can fix it for myself yeah but look the issue now is that yes the people who are and in sticking with the, with with your example that can fix it for themselves yes. but there's a bigger population yes. that is still subject to the slow shedding right so i think it's not going to be easy it's not going to be instant yeah. but there will be a day where we're not going to rely solely on escom to like keep the lights on and we we can't um so we cannot be 11 years after the 2008 um issue or the first time we really experienced load shedding to such a scale and we still in 2019 can come back from work and there's no power i think the fourth industrial revolution is 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 a very big um uh, movement and an opportunity for people to just make use of what's out there we not we we can't be dependent on the state for all of our basic needs anymore. 100%. We just 100%. can't. I mean, 
um, I mean people are losing their jobs um, I mean think of a small businesses like there's manufacturing um, entrepreneurs who their operations depend on on power being available I mean they can't afford generators mm -hmm. they haven't necessarily had to factor in mm -hmm. the cost of a generator which they do need it but I mean you know not everyone is at that level yet um, yeah but, but, but like I would I'd like us to touch on this reflect on this some other day but like as we say we cannot depend on the state another argument would be like okay who are we supposed to depend on then mm. like are you saying we must depend on private sector private sector that's shedding jobs I mean, there's the likes of your standard banks shedding, closing branches. I mean, if you're going to go and rely on private sector, private sector will always, as we talk about your four-five industrial uh, revolution, they will find a way to do things technologically and with less resources needed. So um, I'm for, like, innovation, but don't let innovation that makes people sit at home. No, and, but I mean, look, so... I think also with this fourth industrial revolution thing, I think the mindset that we've had initially human nature is to fear change. Yeah. It's to fear for your jobs and, and all these different things, which is very natural and understandable. Mm. But just like anything, if you don't adapt to it, you will die and suffer, right? Yes. And instead of being trapped in that fear... Can we not just like now with this ESCOM thing, it's an opportunity yeah. for number one, for someone to to think of all these alternative sources. Yes, yes. Let's look into alternative sources. And by that, that's job opportunities waiting to be created. Right. So I think the mindset that's going to survive in this revolution is the one that looks at it from an opportunity perspective as opposed to I mean those jobs lost at the bank you just mentioned yeah. that that is very unfortunate I yeah. mean that's going to put a lot of strain on a number of families yeah. but we today need everyone who can identify these opportunities that exist are going to create even more jobs yeah. because that's 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 essentially what our economy needs yeah we have the highest unemployment yeah. Um, rates that have ever existed 100% and we can't just sit it, it's not going to be easy don't get me wrong but we do need to take action okay 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 yeah, I, I, at least that's how I see it yeah we need, um, we, we, need, we need to we need to we need to I mean repo rates at least didn't go up didn't change right did you did you think it would stay I, I personally don't change. think it will stay. Yeah. Um, given the fact, so I understand, I understand why it stood, but also those reasons why it stood is also one of the reasons. I Did they say. give them what? What were some of those? I don't uh, get to see the. Well, they gave their oil price, um, consumer inflation, as well being within the target range and so forth. But I mean, I think that the biggest thing you know with in terms of what South African interest rate, the thing that I've seen, the biggest player is obviously is the inflation targeting. That's the biggest driver for whether or not it determines them increasing or decreasing the rates. But I mean, if you look at it, like the one of the things that uh, the governor mentioned is 
the rand depreciated by over six percent to the u.s dollar what for on, after the announcement no 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 uh from the last prior meeting to date okay so that is the last prior meeting was in jan so that is that is huge okay that 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 is huge so what are the norms so that everyone listening can have uh, some context because i mean you can understand six percent being huge and someone else is like this is six percent um so what are like the norms where we would have comfort around the depreciation not being so much so three percent um it's the norm i would say and also another thing um basically to add on to that is that like so the knock-on effects of this being of the rent depreciating mm. uh it, it eventually has an knock-on effect on your inflation because uh, the value of the rent is less so the value of the money you're carrying in your pocket yeah. is less can buy you less things so that's why you would need to potentially to push up your yeah. your interest rate to keep the inflation down and to attract that investment so that your currency now has that uh, potential power to attract obviously people then that because uh, the rent is currently undervalued so if you know your currency is also undervalued at the current moment and that's your game you understand that even a lot better right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so uh if 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 it's currently undervalued mm. um and you've seen this because every meeting i hear the rent is undervalued i when has the rent ever been <laughs> overvalued or re- pre- yeah. fairly valued one would but one can maybe say it was the time of zero uh, when yeah. we just announced uh, in 2017 and when the elections but but undervalued though because i mean if if someone says to me um because i have a little bit of an understanding when it comes to equities right yeah. so if someone says to me um the apple share is undervalued right yeah it means that what it's actually worth is more than what it's currently trading at. Yes, right? it's trading so, at a discount. So it's trading at a discount. Yes. So if someone says a currency is undervalued, yes. what do they mean by that, like practically? So what it means is that that currency is is trading at a discount in the sense that like it should be trading, if, if, there, if it's trading now at 1460 to the dollar, it should be trading at uh 13 rand for example so what co- what would make what would cause the currency to be undervalued yes would be your i'd like to know that your well, political issues and so forth the political instability your load shadings and so forth uh because there's uncertainty so uncertainty creates a bit of undervaluing because you cannot you cannot price that uncertainty you get what i'm saying so that that uncertainty in itself as well yeah. can create a bit of undervaluing uh, in terms of if we assume that we knew this, there was no load shading or we knew whatever and so forth, then mm-hmm. the pair, pair would be trading at 1350 or for example. And so that's what creates, well, that creates that gap over there. But like I said, I, my biggest issue with I thought that this thing was gonna go up uh, today. I thought they would push it up because 
if we've been singing the same song that our currency is undervalued, 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 or whatever, then what do you do? You try to like get more people, whatever. If you using people are not seeing whatever, mm. you don't have to make. I'm not saying make a zero. I mean make a a hundred percent, uh, hundred points basis points increase or whatever. No, I'm not saying that. Even a simple zero point two five. That's yeah. it. You can always take it back next quarter you meet or whenever you meet. You can always take it back. But I mean, I mean, look. So a lot of people we know now, yeah. right? I mean, they they have car loans. Yeah. Um, some of them have now bought homes. Yeah. I mean, that increase in interest rates. Yeah. What what does that do to them? Like that, they're gonna feel that, right? Yes, I mean, yes, yes. They they will feel it. They will feel it. But I think the other thing is to look at it uh, on the upside as well is if you've been saving, you will also feel it. If uh, you've been saving. Yes. And uh, if you've been saving, if you've been investing, there is an upside to it because uh, whatever it is, if you've been saving, then the interest rates associated with uh, some of your investments would yeah. increase your whatever. Because some of them you find that uh, the linked per se to the the repo rate mm. i know i know a couple of banks that offer that that type of investment no, and by linked i don't mean that they're the same percentage i mean that but it moves in line with in line with yes. the repo rate yes and another thing is as well is with regards obviously if you're investing in like shares or whatever it is always it's always to whatever you're investing in must be the return you should benchmark it against that interest rate that you would get at a bank and so forth so i mean and, and now that we we, we are yes. talking about investing yes right i know a lot of people who are not saving yeah right um because they're still young yeah you know they're still gonna just enjoy yeah. like the the money that they have yes. coming their yes. way they're still yes have like years to come of like future salaries and whatnot um what do you think about that type of mindset and for someone who's now like ready to start saving or investing how do you get into it like what are like some of at a basic level what must you consider and i think it'd be fair to to invite everyone who's listening now to share maybe what have you struggled with or what are some of the difficulties you've faced in in trying to save or trying to invest? And if you're one of the few that have already started, you can maybe share advice on how did you start? Yeah. What did you consider? Nah, 100%. Um, but yeah, maybe you can share. It's so, like at a high level. So mm. for me, I'd say the quickest way, uh, if anything, just take your salary, mm. right? God bless you if you don't have a car right now. Amen. Because <laughs> um, yeah. that's a blessing because you can still restructure your finances. Uh, so if you don't have any of those, a, a car or a house that you're paying for, yeah. currently you're fairly more blessed than the guy that actually owns it right now. Uh, so what you can do is your income divided into three parts. One, one third is expenses. So expenses include your rent, your car, and your groceries. One third should go to that. One Are you third, saying your rent and your car and your groceries should be a third of your salary? Third. One third. Is this your net salary? This is your net salary. Oh my God. Yes. 
And if if not, then don't buy that car. You can't afford it. You can't afford it. Like yeah, you it can leave the installment yes. can leave your account and there's money left. Yeah. But if in total yes. it's more than a third, yes. you can't afford it. Yes. Because then you should have then a third of. You that. know, most people don't think like that. Yes. Right. Then no, hundred percent. Yeah. That's why I'm saying. Including myself, I don't. I yeah. don't think like that. So then a third should go to savings. Okay. Right. So then a third should go to investments. So obviously, if you're buying a house to stay in, that's considered investment. So then that one third of expenses now. Mm-hmm you have a bigger pool because that's that's an investment okay. but a car at no particular point unless that car is generating you income yeah it's not an it's not an investment so car yes. is not an investment. investment yes okay so if you have that because if you have that then i mean look at it if you have two if you have two thirds that you have as a separated as one third is for investments and one that is for savings yeah. you do understand that even when the repo rate whatever goes up and so forth and your investments are sort of linked or you know wherever you're investing yeah. they're trying to beat that return right That's you smart. you know that you two-thirds is greater than one-third so whatever happens there <laughs> it's only affecting one-third where two-thirds are also increasing yes. as well so you okay. know you actually like Almost you, it you almost still covered. Yeah, you still covered, and still you're covered. happier or whatever. You are, you know, not that you you be like the yeah. most ecstatic, but you know that two thirds of yes. your whatever it beats one third and whatever. So even whatever one third, if one if they're increasing a percentage of your of your expenses when they raise the yeah. the rate, you know, then that means a one percent of your investment is also increasing. One percent of your savings is also increasing. So you know now you have two percent. That nets out minus one percent from yeah. the expenses. You have one percent increase. So that's basically it. So sure, uh, um, but, and that's not easy. Yeah, that's not. Didn't easy. you struggle when you started? Ah, uh, who said I'm on this, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's, Come it's, on. It's, it's, no, I mean like so. Look, maybe this is not a perfect science, yeah. right? But I mean, the point at which you're not saving anything. Yes. To the point where you have started and whatever, like. So, w- what becomes difficult? Is it that... Because I know for me, like, you start out, like, when you start, like, working and whatever, yeah. all right? You start living a certain lifestyle, yeah. right? And once you start, it's very hard to cut back and, like, switch into, like, a saving or investing type of mindset, right? So what are some challenges that you feel like you faced or a person might face and what do you say to that because i mean you can't keep on not saving or not investing because you have to think long term so what i'll say is if you are like a graduate and you just started working and so forth two years okay also allow yourself to enjoy that money so this one third and yeah. whatever you can at least have a third in dedicated to investment and savings and yeah. the other one enjoy go on all the trips go wherever yeah. and so forth yolo yes <laughs> okay because potentially the next time you'll be able to live like that is after 10 years once you start on this thing because yeah investment you do not get rich quick and yeah. whatever and so forth and some so, people feel like that yeah. though like i mean we're in an age where 
I mean, people call it the microwave yes. era where yes. instant gratification yes. like drives a lot of the yes. decisions and actions that we take. Yes. And in, investing doesn't necessarily yes. give yes. you that. You could have been lucky invested in Bitcoin while yeah. it was doing well, yeah. cashed in very quickly. Yeah. But in the traditional sense, it's yes. not. It's not that. Yes. And, if, and if, as you're young, if you buy a car, whatever car you buy, yeah. just make sure you buy a car that you think even if after six years or five years or yeah. whatever you've you you've kept it for that long yeah you can keep it beyond that, that period that that's all that should be always you must not buy a car that you know you need to dispose after two years or three years even if you take it on a residual because you can take it on a residual but whatever you must know that you have you what you you would be capable you might buy it on a residual now, but you know, in three years' time, yeah. you would have gotten a better salary and you would be able to now carry and carry it through even the residual. But you must be able to keep it beyond five years because the problem is if you're not able to keep it beyond five years and you're changing cars every two years, you're changing effectively two or three extra K that you're adding to whatever you've been paying for the, your current car. So there, there is no growth okay. in terms of that. So, so I think... You know, I think this, what we've discussed so far, right? Yeah. I think it's so important that it almost needs us to really go into greater detail yeah. than what we have yeah. now, really break out the components. And I want us to almost like on a weekly basis, give, give like the people on our platform, like challenges yes, yes, and yes, goals, yes, right? Yes. Be it saving goals, investing yes. goals, anything of the sort like that to really start building the culture of, of saving and investing because, I mean, we're yes. trying to think long-term. Yes. So everything we've discussed now, yes. people are going to please share, jump in, right? Yeah. Uh, con- contribute. Yeah. Um, this is now our platform, everyone. As soon as you become involved in... In, in our discussions it's it's everyone's platform no 100 percent, 100 um a fashion week man i say fashion week i i know i know you missed a drip man i i uh, um uh, uh, <laughs> i know you no. had a, you had an image that went viral <laughs> uh, well, hey man, that was that was that was <laughs> Those 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 are the drip days. Those are the drip days. Those are the drip days. And no 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 they say No you look the when was the fashion week? I I really feel like I don't have a clue of when it was. Uh what happened, who was featured? Like is it still a is it still a big event? It's still a big event. I'm actually shocked. Do you have beef? Did they not get you as a model? <laughs> is this what it is? Is this what it is? Is hey, this like where you have an ex and now you pretend not to know what's happening. You don't even remember your ex's birthday is just this, because you is broke this, up. Is this how you deal with your exes? <laughs> is this how you deal with <laughs> No, nah. man. Look, okay. Between you and me, everything, have you ever sat down and watched a fashion week show? Nah, I've, I've never I've honestly that. never watched it, right? Um, and the thing is, at least from my perspective... Yeah. Some of the stuff I've seen on, on the shows, I've never felt like it, there's a lot of it that I can just wear. Okay. Like it doesn't feel real to me. Okay. Um, I don't know what, what, what are your thoughts. I mean, just like say, for example, I'm not going to sacrifice the time to watch something I don't feel like is 
applicable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the fashion week? Yeah, I I think I have the, I share the similar belief mm. with you. I feel like it's most of the stuff things you cannot wear and things that you cannot afford <laughs> and yeah. so it's 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 I don't know, but I know they had Edgar's uh yesterday. That Edgar's? Yeah, at the fashion week they were, they were showcasing okay. the winter items and I saw a couple of bucket hats. Uh, Are those still a thing? <laughs> People still the wear bucket hats. That's the thing. I don't know if they're bringing them back. No, you can't bring them back. <laughs> I mean, between you and me, I, I, I went through like a mini phase. <laughs> I had, I had a couple. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people were pissed that we were calling them bucket hats. Yeah. And people were like, Nah, man, that's a, a sport it is. Yes, 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 um, yes. But I mean, and you see it. You see the fashion things coming back um, after some time, but it's too soon. Yeah, yeah. I I was also shocked. I was like, this thing was in fashion like three years ago. It's, it's way already too soon. Ca- it's already coming back. Yeah. But as usual, man, I, it, it looked like a great event. Yeah. Um, look, of all the fashion shows that I've watched, well, let me say yesterday's show, mm. it didn't look as exciting. I saw a couple of celebrities on the gram were yeah. there and so forth. But it didn't look as exciting. But I know the performances show my Josie had a it. nice performance as well. She's always energetic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And mm. and shout out shout out to DJ Arch Junior as well. Is he still doing his thing? I yeah, man. Oh my god, he had god. them going. Like he you know, there was a conspiracy, going. right? Um, people were like that. Those are like that's pre-recorded and shit like that. Um, I, I, I can say I, I don't blame them for thinking so Not that I'm saying they're right But I don't blame them for thinking so Because of his age Because of his age man Like also the music and the mixing Like yeah. Like it's, it's hard to believe We're not saying it's impossible but mm. It's hard to believe And if you're honest with yourself Your very first time you heard it You're still skeptical So it, Mm. Our people remain skeptical for some time, you know, yeah. maybe until you see him live yes. and you see him there. Like you go there with your USB and be like, "Yo, this is the music <laughs> mix or whatever it is," yeah. or you go there with your CDJs and be like, "Mix or whatever." Then you'd have that belief. So I, I can't say I blame them. Yeah. But hey, man, the kid is making coin. He's making a lot of money. He's he's, he's making. Imagine growing up in like being him. Like as as early as what? How old was he? Three, four, whatever. Yes. I don't know. And um, he's making a lot of money. I hope his parents are, you know, investing that money, um, either in himself reinvesting it um, in he, whatever he's doing, be it shows, mm. be it to build his brand, but also just building the future. Imagine having a kid and that kid funding itself, like. Oh, that, awesome that, that is brilliant that is brilliant that is very <laughs> but i mean before we forget about like fashion week as a whole shout out to the designers definitely, i mean i think definitely. um it's it's a craft it's a skill it's a talent yes, it's an yes. art um and not a lot of people like you know have the guts to pursue yes. that yeah yeah i'm actually interested like if anybody has seen was there at the show let me know i know last year we had Oh my God! Did you just see Ni- Oh and Nicki Minaj? Oh my, we what? <laughs> so, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go to Nicki Minaj and oh. her arch nemesis. Oh, okay. Uh, we're gonna touch on that, right? Oh, all right, all we're right. Gonna touch right. on that. I, I actually want to talk to you about that. All right, all right. Um, so, um, as I was, yes, there okay. was this 
project runway south africa okay. i actually am interested uh with the designer i don't know if they had a partnership with edgars or whatever i could be wrong but either way even if they didn't have a partnership with edgars i would like to know like was this lady's stuff showcased over there mm-hmm. or not uh what the winner it, of project yes runway. of project runway or you see if that translated into this yes year. okay yes, i mean yes was, uh, most of the times people win competitions and and they disappear they disappear and so forth so I'll, i'm really interested in terms of that uh and then talking about that aka right remember when he when he ran that competition yeah of the guy who designed his album cover right? yeah, yeah 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 do you know where that guy is now i have no idea who he is i have no idea um we're gonna pause this quickly. We're gonna pause this quickly. We back. We back, ladies okay. and gentlemen. So we're talking about the the guy, aka selected for for being the designer of his, of his cover art. Yeah, yeah. For his album, do you know where that guy is now? I have no idea where he is, man. What do you think should happen, like when someone wins a competition like that? Because it's good. Because he's putting people on. Um, I think most musicians, if not all, um, and not just musicians, I think, I mean, if you're an artist, if you are, like, I think apprenticeship yes. is very important, especially coming back to youth unemployment. Yes. People are talking about opening up the industry and all these different things. I mean, we need new talent, mm-hmm. we need new creativity, mm-hmm. we need new, mm-hmm. just like a fresh perspective on mm-hmm. things. Um, I don't know where the guy is now. So, I can't understand, like, if, well, he was employed by Beam Group. Beam Group. Oh, Beam, shit. AKA's uh, company. And, and that's not there anymore. Yeah, that, that company don't, don't long exist. So it's it's the process of liquidation of Just sovereignty. Like so... I, it's not just only him if we need, need to look at it that aspect that okay. company had staff so okay, fair. I guess th- this is just happens and shout out to well aka what I can say is I mean starting a company that was what he did uh, together with his business partner and business partners so it's just unfortunate that that they had to dissolve for whatever reason it is but with any type of entrepreneurship I think it's just it this what happened over there yeah it's what happens daily to most businesses where you and i can enter into a business mm. or whatever i mean for whatever reason we sell dissolve or maybe the business is not going great as we had imagined and so forth and we part ways or whatever it is or sell a company so that that's that is just the nature there will be multiple people affected by this so it's just unfortunate but i would like to hear what if anybody knows where this where this nigga is yeah like can tell us tag him yeah um ask him i mean we should someday have him here yeah and tell us how like how is his experience like what is he doing yes. now yes. what advice does he have for people yes like um whoever get into that type yes. of situation what has he learned from working there what has he learned uh, yeah um has it been a good experience yes i'm I'm actually curious yeah i'm curious i mean but look still at the end of it shout out to aka yeah 
He's, he's had a very good year so far. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he won the Nickelodeon. What? Nickelodeon, man. Yeah. Nickelodeon <laughs> hey, award. Hey, man, I swear Cairo pronounced it better than me. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. That that that's big. Um, that's huge, that, that, man. That's huge. Um, because you're on an international stage, and whilst being on that, you accepting an award on an international stage, and. I could be wrong. It was at the main event where he would have uh, accepted this particular prize. So, so the other thing that also about these awards, I know about these American awards yeah. and our people going there. Why I advocate for it is also the networking that you can do while you're over there. You don't have to necessarily win the award, yeah. but but from being there. You can network. You can do a whole lot of. This is pretty much the same as you go into the states. It's actually better than you just going to the states, where there's. Yeah, you and just I, going to the states for and hoping of, I'll try to make because there you have there there you guys. You don't have to know get to PDD directly. You yeah. can get to PDD's uh, guy or whatever and so forth. So yeah, and essentially, I think that's what these awards for me that's what they represent so because I, I think i saw a tweet where someone was like we need to stop like over glorifying like american awards because yes. we're seeking validation yes. and blah 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 um which is one expect and i don't want to you know like look down on it or uh, minimize it but to your point i think the key thing is that it's a networking type of platform it's a you know, the world can have a view and focus on who is this guy? How can we work with him? Surely he's big enough. And, excuse me, he can use that platform he now has to put on even more South African people. Just like the whole Sway thing, right? No, 100%. I mean, I think a thing we must not forget is America is known for its entertainment industry. Entertainment is America. So... If you are trying to compete or become great in entertainment, what do you do in any industry yeah. or whatever? You need a mentor. So the you going there is you going to learn and get mentorship from these niggas and so forth. So we need to, like, there's a positive aspect to this mm. and whatever. That's why I would encourage going there and, and so forth because you go in there to uplift yourself and know how these guys did it and how to move and, and yeah. so forth. And obviously not everything will typically up, that they tell you would typically you'll take it and apply it to your environment, South Africa, because it'd be you South Africa is unique from the States. Although if you if you look at current uh, sales of uh, American <laughs> sales, I mean, I'll, we'll touch on that maybe if we have time. But I, I saw like album sales, weekly sales of like 40,000, 20,000. Yeah. I'm like, isn't that South Af- we have South African artists that do that? And there's people in the States that are doing those numbers and they're considered big artists. Yeah, but I mean... What look, does that say for our artists then? I think that's, 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 for example, a symptom of just like change, right? We're in a, we're in a digital age now. Those numbers uh, are also... Wait, those sales, they now include streaming too? Yes. But is it a new phenomenon? Those numbers, those kind of numbers. Because, I mean, look, big artists like Lil Wayne, right, last year when he dropped, he still did good numbers. He did grow good numbers. So, for example, 
I don't think you can compare, at least in this current stage, a, a Lil Pump to... Because, I mean, in that context, he's still a smaller artist, right? In the sense that he's still going to, like, grow and become yeah. a Drake yes, yes. or all of those big yes. guys. And in our from our side, you have the Nasty C's, you have the, the AKA's. Yeah. Those are the, our massive artists, right? So, I mean, are those 40,000 first week one would comparable say, to South Africa? One would say Casper sold uh, 40,000 same day. But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll touch, we'll touch, hey, we'll touch. You, you're, poking, <laughs> you're poking a very, very sensitive, sensitive topic there. Uh, we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that topic uh, at a later we should, stage. We should actually have a show. We should have, a, have another platform where a conversation, where we get into that. Yeah, because mm. it's really interesting. We're going to get into that. We should, actually. Yeah, yeah um, but I see your boy is still on AKA Day. I see your boy has got a, a, a endorsement deal coming out, man. Yeah, I know. I saw he said like a big announcement's coming. He's been in, Tur- he's in Turkey now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's on his way back. He's on his way back. Yeah, but like, um, what but, do you... Ex- but wasn't it the P, the, the Huawei? Yeah, yes. It's the Huawei deal. Yes. So what everybody... That's insane, guys. But my issue, well, what I want to find out from you is, yeah. what are you expecting from this deal? What are your expectations? Is it just going to be, yeah, you're just a brand ambassador? So, from what I've observed on his career so far, right, um, it took a lot longer than I would have thought. But when the Reebok deal came out, right, it was... What from what I believe after a number of offers he had would have said no to. When Cruz came, yes, it was after Ricky Rick and all these other guys have had and um, deals with other alcohol brands. Yes, but he said that he's been waiting for a deal that is exactly speaking to who he is. Yes, and if he's gonna attach his name, yes, to it, yes, give me something. Right? Yes. And you see it with the, with the whole cruise thing, with yes. the whole AK bottle yes. and whatever. Yes. And that's what everyone should be moving towards to, mm. right? If, if, if someone can come to you and identify you and say, mm. hey, look, I see you as an opportunity to grow my brand. Yeah. This value that is attached to who you are and that value over and above like instant like money. Yeah. Give me some equity, man. And I don't know. I, I don't know to what extent. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a very... There's fewer um, cell phone companies or tech companies um, at that scale. So, I, I don't know. What do you think? Look, in terms of uh, cell phone deals, this is not a first in South Africa. We no, have, of course we're not. We're a hip-hop artist. Um, we had... Yeah, Casper, Casper also with has... AG. Uh, we, he had it with AG Mobile previously and he had... I don't know Where is was, that now? Uh, don't go there. <laughs> Don't go there. Uh, no, but I know he has, a, he has a deal with Samsung, right? Yeah, so that company, yeah, I think it Samsung. liquidated or insolvency and so forth. Either way, but, man, shout out to Casper. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's all, I, I honestly will give him the credit that he's, he's in addition with a lot of other people. Yeah. As, I mean, I, I see that he tries to take yes. like ownership yes. of, of everything, but he has yes. contributed significantly yes. to pushing like the boundaries of what yes. hip-hop and hip-hop artists can do. Yes. Um, but you're talking about his deal? Yeah, so, like, what I would say is, 
So with AKA's deal, I'm hoping is better than just being a phase. Cause I'll tell you with Casper's one, I was disappointed with the whole Samsung deal. Cause right now, I don't know, man. It just seems like it's just a phase, and they've had faces before besides um, yeah. uh, hip hop artists at Samsung. I remember Maps was yeah, also Maps. Uh, was there. Yeah, they. So I forgot the other ones as well. That they, yeah. I ended Tabeta could be wrong, but more maybe she's just for Samsung Pay. But like, but you to say no though. But here's here's my thing, like. Yeah. I think right now we must look at things as we live in a world of you must give me intangibles you must give me something like besides money like I can go and get that money Samsung I can go hey Samsung if I dump you whatever I can go to maybe an Apple hypothetical will approach me and offer me money and yeah. whatever and so forth and money as an artist dies because you need to maintain your lifestyle and whatever we need to we need people who are and you need to sustain yourself as an artist i mean especially if you're at that age where you're having children and all those stuff so i think we we live in that world so with casper's one i was expecting something similar maybe to like jay-z what happened i don't remember with the was it the which album was it magna carta or what was it? Yeah. Yeah. I was expecting... Well, it was like pre-sold on the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, obviously, Casper's album has been out, but I expected something... You get what I'm saying? Something like that. And whereas you're not just a face or whatever, because pretty much... I mean, we live in Insta Labs. Yeah, they could have taken an Insta Lab with the same following as Casper or whatever, of a female. And of a female would probably resonate even more because a female resonates both with male and whatever with females because with males is that sex appeal and whatever and so forth and like let's I mean, take can't like you a say, but can't you say the same with a guy i mean we'll 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 relate to him as dudes but girls will also have but girls will not relate so let's just say if you put bonang yeah. as face of some shout out to bonang as yes. well She's also yeah. She launched that 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 new is it a champagne? Yes, yeah, champagne, champagne. Is it a champagne? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Have you tasted it? You you sound like you've tasted it and you you're having your doubts as to whether that's champagne. I haven't, I haven't tasted it. What I what what I will say I saw this week, right? And and I understand it to be a marketing tool, right? Yeah. So she launched it um and we should t- look we should get a, get ourselves a bottle. I know we we have something happening this weekend. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah we have yeah. something this weekend. Um. We get we get a bottle. We taste it and we tell people what we think. Um. Either way, I think it's 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 amazing, man. Yeah. I don't know a lot of people who have their own um, alcohol brands. Um. But yeah. So when people so now people go to like the shops, right? And then they don't find it there. Yeah. So you post it on social media like ah, it's gone. Like yo. So what it does, it creates the impression that it's selling out. As a bottle. Right. Say. And then, you know, being the millennials that we are, FOMO, um, you start feeling like you're missing out but not like taste because it's it's selling out everywhere. I think it's a great tactic, don't get me wrong. Um, and I don't wanna assume that it's a tactic, but either way, I think this has been a good step on her behalf. She's almost, whether we like to believe it or not, she's made champagne like cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, definitely. She's done that, and 
I think even for especially to the female audience and I feel like females now resonate before her she launched uh, House of Bana resonated with champagne more or whatever like yeah. now you have girls who previously were drinking ciders now they're <laughs> telling you they want champagne yeah. you like say what when did <laughs> shit escalate so quick now we want champagne <laughs> like yeah but is making life hard yeah so Bonang is making life hard amen amen if you if you are trying to get a girl man yeah. That, girl, that girl woman is just making your life harder But yeah. also is that nigga who's dating Sierra But we'll touch on him some other day Oh my god uh, yeah. <laughs> well, Like that nigga is making it hard for us niggas out there No but I mean Like He, he, he Yo Like I know so many people who hate that guy I know a lot of people who can't wait for him to fuck up like, But why are like, we like that though? Like Why are we like that? Yeah. Why are we like that? Cause it He's seeming like to be a movie. Like, that's the thing. And we, as guys, I think we know, like, most of us, it's when, like, we know or we assume it's impossible to be that perfect without you. Like, you'll only treat your girl that good if you know you're getting somebody else is satisfying you and you just want to you want to you know what I'm saying they could be that they could be we know a niggas usually like yeah mm, if he's so, doing that you're like mm, this so what man I, what I will say what I will say is that if 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 I remove just uh, society or m- m- the male opinion yeah. has been on the sky yeah. I do think it's important for for women and young girls growing up yeah. to still be aware that those type of guys do exist. I mean, in the past couple of years, we've had men are trash and examples of men are trash all over the internet, yeah. all over the media, all over our own society. It's been there. It's real. It happens. And you still want people to be aware that there are good guys. And, and yes... It might be rubbed in your face here and there, so, but it's in, it's good to nah, some nah, extent. Nah, 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 you don't agree? Like, like, are they good guys or are they good people with money? That's what it is. Are you, what, what is a good guy? Uh, huh? What is a good girl? Ladies and females listening, um, what do you think of this guy? What, what's his name? Russell, 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 Russell. Yes. Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think of this guy? Yeah. Is he? Does he? Does he seem legit? Um, are you? Are you impressed with how he's treated Sierra? Um, also, fellas, what? What do you guys think? Um, so obviously, you feel like um, he's covering up something, or there must be something. I'm else. saying that 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 is a possibility. It's too good to be uh, true. Uh, that is when you know, man. <laughs> you you know, man. Um, <laughs> You know Ignorant Millennials Also I would like to say As well Is that Is this really Been a good guy Or has it been a guy With money Cause that's the thing Man like You know like Somebody will be like oh, I, I, I gave money to um, This child home Whatever Or I gave uh, Why is it Monetary things Are classified as Good deeds Like you've been A good person You know what are you saying? Are you saying me being poor makes me a bad person? Nah, man. But I mean, so, because that's what it boils down to. Like, I'm sure if you loved your wife, but and you had that money, I mean, 
uh, yes, you would do that. Um, of course I would. Yeah. Um, but relatively to my current yeah. ability to, to 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 afford, for example, anything of value I can give to my partner or anything like that. Yeah. I think as guys we should instead of say for example a guy you see some yeah. dude bought his girl yeah. like a Lamborghini right yeah yeah that's yeah. the money angle yo right? sorry to interrupt you yo uh, to our viewers you probably heard that noise in the background that's that, that's one of the guys we stay with shout out to that that nigga just took the quickest shower he's ever taken I'm actually amazed <laughs> man continue there <laughs> That was, that, was, that was quicker than normal. Yeah, dude. That was quicker than normal. I, I, I wasn't going to say anything. Um, yeah. But we'll, we'll introduce him to everyone a bit later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on our next conversations. But um, yeah, I mean, I think we can wrap it up. Yeah. Um, we've had a nice chat. Nah, definitely, definitely. We've had uh, a nice chat. Um, mille- millennials, ignorant millennials. Ignorant millennials. Um, I mean, look, there's a lot of things we've said discussed that um, might be very very ignorant and some of it might be on purpose yes um and that's that's the, that's our goal of this conversation is yes. that you know we we open up the the platform for everyone to teach us yeah. we want to learn yeah. we want to learn we we yes. asking to yes. learn and through that yes everyone else will learn and we're yes. teaching each other yes right and um yeah man look Kat, thank you. Nah, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank I, you. I enjoyed sir. that. So next week we will will touch base and have another conversation on ignorant millennials. We out, we out. We out. Sharp.